0: USAA is proudly celebrating 100 years of serving the military community. It was a group of soldiers who launched USAA in 1922 by joining together to insure each other's vehicles when no one else would. Since then, USAA has grown to more than 13 million members strong. And through it all, one thing has remained. USAA is still serving the military community and their families. Find out more at usaa.com slash 100.
1: Welcome to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, originating from the Optum Podcast Studio, in partnership with podcast channel sponsor, Medicare Mentors, technology partner, Colorado Computer Support, and supporting partner, the Wire Nut Home Services.
2: All right, welcome to the Veterans Voice Podcast. My name's Taylor Chapman, stepping in for our host, Paul Watson, this week. I'm here with Stephanie Dasher with the Warrior Surf Foundation out of Folly Beach, South Carolina. How's it going today, Stephanie?
3: It's going great. Thanks for having me on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sure it's a lot warmer out there than it is here in Colorado, South Carolina.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I would say so.
2: Well, tell me a little bit about yourself and the Warrior Surf Foundation, and then uh, we'll kind of dive deep into your story as a veteran and then how that transitioned into the foundation itself.
3: Yeah, so I was in the Navy. My husband, who I've been married to for 17 years, so was an infantryman in the Army. Um, That's kind of how we got involved in the foundation. And the foundations is a 501c3 nonprofit that serves veterans and their families through adaptive surf therapy.
2: Okay, nice. Well, that's a cool story, though. So you guys met through the military, and now neither of you guys are in, and you just focus on the surf foundation?
3: Yep, exactly.
2: I don't know. I know you got some crazy stories being on ships and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we can get into that in a little bit. So, yeah, I was... Scrolling through you guys' website, uh, which do you mind putting that out for our listeners real quick? Just so if they wanted to see what you guys were all about.
3: Yeah, it's um, www.warriorsurf.org. So pretty easy to find as long as you don't confuse us with wounded warriors, which <laughs> sometimes yeah, people do.
2: For sure. So yeah, let me just get to know a little bit more about you and how you ended up in the Warrior Surf Foundation. So I was reading through um, like the About section in the website, which was very well-written in my opinion, but you help veterans work through PTSD, moral injuries, survivors, guilt, TBI, things like that through surf therapy, yoga, wellness sessions, and community. How did you end up going down that route? So essentially what I'm asking is how did you go from veteran to surfing to creating a foundation revolved around this stuff, helping with those types of injuries?
3: Yeah. So I actually didn't create this foundation. It was founded by My good friend, and I would say brother, Andy Manzi, who was in the Marines and did some tours overseas, he really was struggling with a lot of the same things that many veterans struggle with when they come back. And he happened to have a friend who surfed and took him out uh, actually in the winter in Connecticut and was like, oh, just paddle, you'll figure it out. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) he did. He, He obviously sucked at it at first because everyone does but he really just had this sense of peace when he was out in the water and he started um just taking other veterans out i like to joke that was just him on the street corner with a surfboard like hey man you want to get in the water um and it grew by really by word of mouth from there so in the beginning he was just taking people out uh maybe once or twice a month in groups and there was optional trauma therapy and people were just really benefiting it from it. And the program kept growing and growing. I actually got involved because my husband, uh, who served 07-08 in Iraq, was really struggling when he got back, had a a hard time. They had a really difficult deployment. um, And we tried a lot of different things and nothing was really working for him. His therapist at at the time, the VA just mentioned, they're like, hey, have you heard of this organization? And He mentioned it to me and I was like, that sounds cool. Let's go do it. I didn't at the time, I didn't even know if, like, I was like, I don't even care if it works. (laughs) It (laughs) just sounds fun.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. It's cool. You and your husband were able to get involved with the foundation, both working and benefiting from the resources it offers.
3: Yeah, that was very powerful. And I think for me, that's one of the most powerful pieces of the foundation is that we really want the whole family to be involved. Yeah. I think that that's, the your support, like as a human being, your support network is so important and everyone's affected when people struggle. So yeah, I think absolutely. it's really powerful to have everyone participate.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a, a whole family um, effort when it comes to these kind of things. But a common story we hear on the podcast here is you have a veteran who struggles when they're getting out of the military um, and they tend to turn to, you know, poor outlets, maybe it's drugs, alcohol, just being lazy, not having goals, not feeling driven. And we don't have that purpose. Um, so it's really important to find a hobby or find a something fun and enjoyable, almost therapeutic to find that purpose again. Did you? Would you say you guys found it through this foundation as well before you even started working? But uh, it sounds like it kind of did help with that.
3: Yeah, I would say so. I was just talking to my friend Kevin from Surf Brigade Two days ago, we were discussing this. It's just this idea to me that you serve in the military, and and we're, and I'm not saying that it's not, but you're told that this is life's highest purpose. There is no greater thing than than this. Yeah. And so you're raised in that, for lack of a better word, your brain's not done being fully developed. You're enculturated in that way, and you get out, and you can't imagine that anything else you do could possibly have value.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
3: And so you burn yourself out or you try to fill a hole. And so I think what we found was that it was able to help shift perspectives about what is valuable, what is worthwhile.
4: Optum Colorado Veterans Voice is produced in the Optum podcast studio. Optum Colorado and Mountain View Medical Group, part of Optum, offer 20 clinics through the Pikes Peak region. Their primary and specialty care doctors provide quality, patient-centered care backed by Optum's industry-leading health services and technology. Optum is dedicated to helping our community live healthier while keeping care affordable. Visit OptumCare.com slash Colorado to learn more and schedule your appointment today. Medicare
0: Mentors, when it's time to consider your Medicare options, it's time to talk with Medicare Mentors. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, is veteran-owned, a long-standing Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center partner, and the Veterans Voice podcast channel provider. More than that, they go above and beyond to make sure that when you need them, they are there lending a helping hand. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, always above and beyond. Visit MedicareMentorsLLC.com for more information.
2: Well, nice. Yeah, I want to... Dive a little bit deeper. So you said your this program helped your husband before you guys were even working for it. Was that right? hmm How did him going through this help your guys' relationship as a husband and a wife? Like seeing him go into it before and then during and then after the benefits of it?
3: Yeah, he... You know, when we first started going, like I said, he had been trying a lot of different things. He'd been prescribed a lot of different kinds of medications and different types of therapies. He did experimental therapies, exposure therapies, and he was in a really dark place, actually. I, I, at the time, I was really afraid to leave him at home alone. I was afraid of what I would come home to. Um, And so I always would leave a kid with him because I'm like, wow, if I leave a kid here. I leave him with responsibility. Then he'll be safe. Yeah. Uh, And he, his circle was so small, and, and, you know, he just had this, this pit of, of angst and anxiety and, and uh, lacking a a sense of, of direction and self because of some of the hard experiences that he had. Um, And so through the program, I just watched his circle of of safety um, through the community begin to really open up where he had, uh, I would say, almost no external connection outside of our family. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, he's got friends and he's got um, you know people that he can connect to that really understand what it was that he experienced. And mm-hmm. I think that made him feel like he wasn't alone and just just that sense of of safety was enough that other pieces of the puzzle started to fall into place you know right. where he could begin to change how he was viewing his experiences and what those experiences meant if that makes sense i think for a lot of veterans it's really hard to sometimes justify what you experienced and right. also connect to the to a world where we have everything at the tips of our fingers here. There are very few of us that are questioning how we're getting our next meal or right. if our kids are coming home or, you know, those kinds of, of pieces that there's a huge disconnect. And yeah. so to have that sense of safety, I think helped him figure out the areas of in his life that were actually really important for, for a second there was this kind of door that opened and it was like, wow, now I can see what areas of my life are important. And then like, how do I act in those areas to feel fulfilled? And that fulfillment was so powerful. That sense of purpose was so powerful that it changed the way we were communicating with each other. It changed the way we were interacting with our kids and what we were finding valuable and important. Um, And it was really, it was truly life-changing for our family. Um and brought us closer together in a way that I, you know, I, I question if we'd still be married if, if it weren't for this program.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm extremely happy to hear that story. Uh, you guys sound like you're doing a lot better now. I hear a common story on this podcast and it's the veteran gets out, he's diagnosed with A, B, and C, and then he's prescribed A, B, and C. And then they just kind of shut themselves off, take their medicine they sit in this diagnosis, whether it's PTSD or a TBI or whatever it may be, and that's how you essentially lose your purpose, because now it's the character you're convincing yourself that you are. If you think you're this soldier who no longer has a purpose, I was a 11 Bravo or an 18 Bravo or whatever it was, now I'm just on all these medicines, and I sit at home and drink, and that's just me now, but if you find a purpose, which is why I like hearing this story about surfing and yoga and this community you guys have it becomes addicting. And even if it, it's something small, of picking up a new skill of surfing, that little light gets brighter and brighter and now you're finding purpose. And, you know, your family and now you have friends and your kids, and it just starts to spread like wildfire. Would you agree?
3: Oh, I totally think that you're, you're right on track with that. And you just made me think of something I don't, I don't think I'd ever really considered, but it feels right. right is that you're, you're raised in the military and you you're told what you are, you know, you're told like, you're saying I'm this, and then you get out and you're told, well, now you're this. And so you identify with that diagnosis. Um, and I think that's exactly it, that it's that over-identification sometimes with our experiences or what we're told that we are, that causes us to drift away from, who we are authentically as human beings.
1: You're listening to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services.
2: Yeah, and like I said, it just it becomes addicting. I just got out in November, uh, mid November of 2023, and going right into the holidays. I thought I had everything situated, you know finances, job opportunities, housing, my family, and then life just happened. I started to get all my VA letters of my disabilities and this and that. And I started to get a little bit depressed for like a month and a half there. Um, But then I I have a couple other things. I'm in Colorado, so I'm always outside. And I just, I immediately knew I had to find purpose outside of the military because that's what everyone says. But it's, it's easy to just hear it and not do anything and then just keep sulking in it. But you have to actually go out and try and find a purpose. And then, like I said, it could be as simple as going to wash your car and then you're proud of your car. And then that radiates into something bigger and bigger and bigger. And now you have a whole life full of purpose.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm really giving yourself that the gift, allowing yourself to be proud of things that aren't these big, massive, you know, huge adrenaline rush producing things. Like you're saying, like being proud of of washing your car, being proud of the time that you spend with your kids, Mm -hmm. even if it's not perfect. You know, that's one thing that I think that we, we get stuck in our heads and it's a hard lesson to unlearn is like, you don't have to go harder than the paint to be valuable. You, it's okay to make mistakes because most of the things that happen out here in in this life and this world aren't going to get people killed.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, surfing I feel like is a pretty high adrenaline sport. I've never ocean surfed, but I'm incredibly terrified of sharks because I know <laughs> I know where I'm at on the food chain in the ocean, and it's not the top. So, <laughs> is it is it scary surfing, or how would you how would you like, you know, brief someone on surfing that's never surfed before?
3: Uh, yeah, I think there's this kind of funny dynamic that happens is when you first start surfing. All the waves are terrifying, uh, and then as you progress and you surf bigger, harder waves, it it just there's always a moment of like kind of pushing your boundaries of like oh this is the biggest wave now I've ever done and that's a little bit terrifying and there's something really powerful and humbling about that like it's okay to fail I think actually that failing over and over and over again until you succeed is really powerful in building right. schema and that sense of self and purpose and direction. Mm-hmm. Um I just saw a video the other day and I sent it out uh to my team and I it said the trick is 80% send, 20% skill. Oh yeah. And so you just keep sending it over and over again, even if it's you don't have the skills because the skills come. Um and I think that's Really, kind of my take on it as well.
2: In special forces, we used to always say 70% solution, and you figure the other 30% out, you know, in the process. I feel like that's relatable to surfing too. You're 70% sure I can handle this wave, and then the other 30% comes while you're surfing it.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there's something powerful, and I'm sure you can attest to this, but there's something powerful in doing really hard things that you absolutely get obliterated at and then keep pressing on you yeah. know we we take our we just did a retreat uh with some of our graduates to Guatemala and Guatemala has surf like they've never surfed before it's more intense um and how you show up in situations that are humbling just tells you so much about yourself and helps you I think get your mind right
2: yeah I'm glad you said that because I was about to uh, describe like finding purpose through delayed gratification, and surfing is a very good example because you're not just going to hop on a a surfboard and ride a five foot wave day one. So programming yourself to be satisfied with delayed gratification through a skill like surfing will radiate through the rest of your life as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and I think that it really works because there's no, in my opinion, there's no greater high than walking on water. Right. Yeah. Whether it's, it's an ankle high wave or a five foot wave or, or whatever, you know, double overhead yeah. that, that moment of being so present, you can't be anywhere else, but right there in that right. moment, because you'll get wrecked. yeah. And so you learn over time to take that with you out of the water and into your daily life.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Serving seems super difficult. I'm in Colorado Springs here, but an hour south of here is Pueblo, and we have a huge reservoir down there. And I've Mm -hmm. done wake surfing, uh, like behind a wake surf boat, but it's completely different. But back to the shark comment, every time I'm floating in the water, (laughs) I feel stuff touching my toes, and I don't like it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the great news is that I don't think the sharks actually want to eat you.
2: Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) I'm more
3: worried about alligators or crocodiles.
2: So now I'm just really paranoid that ever surf. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Colorado Computer Support. Imagine never having to worry about your information systems ever again. Colorado Computer Support, the exclusive Veterans Voice technology partner meeting all of our computing needs. Colorado Computer Support is veteran-owned, and they are your team for innovative, collaborative IT services and solutions to enhance and support your Colorado business. When you need IT services to keep your business going, make sure the Colorado Computer Support team is on your team. Call 719 355 2440 to learn more. That's 719-355-2440.
0: The Wire Nut Home Services. Every season brings a new strain on your home systems. Veterans Voice partner, the Wire Nut Home Services, is the company you can count on to handle your heating, cooling, and electrical needs. They're family-owned, proud to employ honest, hard-working Coloradans. When you need plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical help, the Wire Nut does that. Call 719-399-5021. That's 719 399
2: so as executive director, do you work directly with soldiers going through the program or?
0: Yeah.
3: So one of the things that we really like to keep as a part of our mission is that our leadership is always a part of the programming in some way. Obviously, you know, it's my main responsibility to to decide the direction of the organization and make sure that everyone's getting paid and we can keep serving veterans but i really love getting out in the water i i try to make it to every single day one when when our new groups start and uh, i was in guatemala with them this year just trying to help people get into waves and be a part of uh, their yoga journey as well
2: oh okay cool do you have any stories from any of the veterans going through that really inspired you or, you know, motivated you to continue doing what you're doing? You don't have to, you can keep names private or anything, but if anyone just really inspired you watching them go through the 12 week program, we'd love to hear about it.
3: Yeah. I have one of our veterans. I call him my spirit animal. Okay. Um, he is such an incredible human being. He came to us through a vet treatment court, which is, um, A program we have down here that instead of going to jail for for drug and alcohol abuse crime that they get put into this this 18 month long program and he came he came to our program and when he came to us he had been in a motorcycle accident he he lost everything um he's been i want to say i hope i get this right that he's been sober for five years now but when he he came to us. He really had limited use of his his right arm. He was really quiet. Um, he didn't really, you know, sh- shy. I think he's nervous about connecting to other people. Uh, and watching him just stick with it, just keep paddling, keep pressing in. Um, so eventually, he actually paddled out to the outside in Guatemala on his surfboard and i was just so enthusiastic and so pumped and now he uh is a part of our we have a recovery group inside of our programming he leads that and he every single day of the year gets up and posts a message in that group for people who are in recovery or sober curious just as a way to connect and he goes out above and beyond out of his way to help people and I'm just elated to have met him.
2: Yeah, I think uh, just hearing that story is super inspirational. I think that's a salient example of how your guys' foundation is helping people find that purpose and turn away from bad outlets like drugs or alcohol.
3: Yeah, it's powerful what community and accountability can do for you. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's easy to want to fill those voids that we have within, within us with other things. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, we know a lot of veterans do that, just trying to make themselves feel whole or to not have to feel some of the things they feel. And that's one of the reasons why we started the the recovery group in, inside of our programming was to just have a safe space where there's no judgment so that they could, inside of a community, move away from those
2: things. Absolutely. So what's on the horizon for Warrior Surf Foundation? What are you guys'... Like vision projections, any future plans coming up?
3: Yeah, we're obviously going to plan to keep growing. We served over a hundred veterans last year. We want to keep doing that. One of the things that we've been talking about inside of our team is c- creating a curriculum to teach other people who want to stand up, uh, serve nonprofits, um, and kind of have an affiliate program so that we don't get too big. You know, we don't want our organization to get so big that it loses the heart of the mission but we do want people to be able to experience this kind of programming throughout the world and and throughout the united states so that's kind of on our list for this year
2: right you guys want to maintain that intimate connection with each individual coming through Mm -hmm. it sounds like yeah yeah that's awesome well we have a tradition on the Veterans Voice podcast. We ask all the veterans to tell a story from when they were in the military, maybe something funny, maybe something sad, both funny and sad, totally up to you. Um, but as veterans, we all get a kick out of the same types of stories. So if you have a story or maybe your husband has told you a funny story of being in the army, but yeah, just tell us a story about when you were in the military.
3: I think the the funniest story that I have is probably from my husband. Um, okay. When yeah. he was- Overseas he got a um I don't actually know how he got a cell phone. He probably he was definitely not supposed to have
1: a (laughs) cell phone.
3: Um (laughs) and he would call me uh on the phone. Sometimes I would be on the ship and you know, I wouldn't be able to answer, but one time I picked up the phone, I answered, and obviously I was I was stationed in Washington State. There's a pretty significant time difference. Uh so I, I think it was nighttime for me um Maybe in, even in the middle of the night, and he was out on mission. And all of a sudden, I just hear a significant amount of uh, gunshots happening. Man. And I'm like, oh my God. And then he's like, I got to go by and just hangs up <laughs> the phone. And I don't hear from him for two weeks. And oh, I'm my goodness. losing it. This is probably why this is a frowned upon
1: <laughs> Yeah,
2: for
4: sure.
3: <laughs> and when I when he does call me back um his uh one of his guys is in the background and they're like how'd you tell her about that IED and I was like oh my god I cannot even right now please just stop calling me I'll see you in 15 months
1: (laughs) wow
2: (laughs) I can't imagine going two weeks after that phone call how did you cope during that couple weeks
3: I think I just disassociated I was like, everything's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Everything will be fine.
2: Yeah, that's pretty scary. I, You know, I can't imagine being a spouse or family member of a deployed soldier. It'd be rough. Yeah. All right. Well, it was great talking to you. If there was any listeners that were super interested and want to get in contact with you and the foundation, please go ahead and put out any contact information, websites, emails you'd like them to have.
3: Yeah. um, We love volunteers. We love people that want to get connected to us. The easiest way to get connected to us is just heading over to our website at warriorsurf.org and hit to the contact tab or the volunteer tab, or if they want to sign up the veteran registration tab.
2: Awesome. Well, again, thanks so much uh, for speaking with us. It sounds like the warrior surf foundation over there in South Carolina is doing a great thing. And I wish you guys the best in your future endeavors.
3: Thank you so much for having us on. Really appreciate it.
2: All right. You take care Stephanie.
3: You too. Bye.
2: Listen to the full length episode on any of your favorite listening platforms to include Spotify, Apple podcast, and Amazon music. There you'll hear Stephanie and I discuss further in detail, her and her husband's journey to healing through surf therapy on behalf of the veterans voice podcast team here at Mount Carmel. Thanks for taking the time out of your morning to hear our story until next week.
1: You've been listening to The Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA. Veteran's Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio, located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by Medicare Mentors. Computing Power is provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by supporting partner the wire nut home services veterans voice airs on flagship station krdl news radio sundays at 7 30 a.m the podcast publishes saturday at 8 a.m and is available on all your favorite podcast apps